Welcome back to the Work Me Hub podcast, the podcast where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Sochi Carmona, and today I'm joined by Lucia Diaz. Lucia is the founder of Lucia Diaz, also known as Fearless Yaya, a Latina-owned business that empowers and honors Latinas through high-quality art prints, one-of-a-kind greeting cards, and other exciting stationery products. Her designs are created with the goal of providing cultural representation and pride so that mujeres poderosas can see themselves represented in the world. I am super excited to have Sandra here on the podcast today because she is another amiga that I have met and also a recipient of the Crush Dreams Fund program, which is a $5,000 grant for our businesses. And we are both undergoing the iFund Women Crowdfunding Accelerator program as part of the spring 2022 cohort. Both of our campaigns are now live, and I can't wait to learn more about Sandra's experience from applying and now launching her crowdfunding campaign. So until further ado, I would like to welcome Sandra. Hola, Sochi. I'm super excited to be here on the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a complete honor. Okay, so right now I'm currently rebranding Fearless Yaya to Lucia Diaz. And the reason why is because Lucia is my grandmother's name. Uh, and she was the first person to purchase a commission piece from me. And so I want to honor her. Uh, and name my business after a strong woman that has given me so much love and attention. And she was the first one to, that told me never ever work for free to charge primos if they want me to paint them. Mm. Uh, and she really kind of like set my set my soul on fire when it came to making sure that I continue to create and was you know and and do art and not worry about what other people say. She was very, she's a guardian angel. She's somebody that I know every time I see like the number 26, like I know she's like saying what's up, saying hello. And so this is the reason why I, I want to rebrand my business to Lucia Diaz from Fearless Yaya. Um, and Lucia Diaz is probably going to be now my artistic name. So I will be probably changing all the platforms. And I'm slowly doing that with like Twitter uh, and then also, um, you know, bringing it into Instagram soon, but I wanted Ooh. to make sure that I got this campaign done and went through this and kind of, this is kind of like the introduction of the rebrand and I'm super excited. I'm developing a website. It's going to be what I've always dreamed of. And I'm just really, I'm just really passionate and excited to carry my, my grandmother's name on my business and, and to really truly honor a uh, Latina that you know didn't have the opportunity to chase her dreams so now i'm going to put forth and, and try to really honor and make my ancestors proud mm -hmm. so we have the name we have the stage name in true latina form we have all the names <laughs> you got to know the name the nickname the middle name which name do you go by so in case you hear all the interchanging oh you know it's just a latina in Columbia, thing in, in Colombia, it's like you have the longest name ever it's like your your first name middle name uh father's last name, maiden name. Oh my goodness. So my full name is Sandra Lucia Diaz, uh, Willis Arias. And it's just like, Oof. ah, it's like, it's just so many, it, it can go on forever. It can go on forever. So yeah, Lucia is what people know me on Twitter as. So it's really funny. People call me Lucia on Twitter and on Instagram, call me Yaya or Sandra. So I'm going to, you know, with this rebrand, I'm probably going to officially be, you know, be called Lucia. <laughs> nice. I don't know. 
it's like it's really it's just like kind of like you know how you know Monet or Pablo Picasso or you know every every artist or Lady Gaga like everybody has like their name and I feel like Lucia Diaz is just it's just who who I want to kind of embody in my work and and represent which is my grandmother so I'm excited for the rebrand I'm really nervous but it's okay things are gonna happen when they happen and stay tuned yes all the things thank you so much Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Sandra is the sweetest. She is the best. She is the hype woman you need in your life. Always hyping people up, giving everybody their flowers. So if you want to feel good about yourself, go talk to Sandra. (laughs) She is awesome. And Sandra was also kind enough to share her astrological placement. So we can get to know Sandra a little bit more deeply as we like to do here on the podcast and really get to know the makeup of our business owners and creatives, get a little bit of insight. And this one's actually pretty, pretty wild. I have not seen this one before. Very intriguing. Sandra is a triple Virgo. So for her top three, which we share here on the podcast, your sun, your moon, and your rising. So for those of us who don't know, your sun sign is your birthday. We all kind of know this one, your identity and where you shine, Virgo. (laughs) Her moon sign, which rules your body and your emotions, Virgo. (laughs) And her rising sign, your motivation for life, what you can come off as in case you didn't know she was a Virgo. She is also a Virgo rising. Like, wow, can I get some of those placements? Like, this is intense. Virgos are just like very analytical, very focused people. They, you know, love, I can just imagine how much data you love as a triple Virgo. Like, oh my gosh, tell me about being a triple Virgo and what you experience. (laughs) It's definitely like a blessing and a curse because I, (laughs) I seriously I I take data and I analyze it so much that sometimes it paralyzes me to take action so I'm learning slowly that perfection is not the it's not the like end goal Mm -hmm. it's really progress it's the journey and so I'm really choosing progress over perfection Mm -hmm. and this is really hard for a Virgo because we're perfectionists we want Mm -hmm. everything to be perfect but a perfect world doesn't exist and especially in social media when we see you know other creators or other artists you have to understand like we're all going through a lot of stuff so as a Virgo I think it did help me in my career like as in corporate like I definitely would be able to like look at something and find patterns like right away um Mm -hmm. but then it's also like weird because like as an artist sometimes like you know like I remember growing up and and math wasn't really my strong suit but seeing things like line up and patterns and understanding like how people behave like kind of creating these patterns in my head it helped me really analyze like how how is it am I going to go into business? What am I going to do and who am I going to serve and how I'm going to serve them? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of also I get a little pull from like Libra and Leo because oh, okay. my dad's a Leo and then my brother's a Libra. And so my brother is a very uh, calm person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very introverted. Uh, I'm an extrovert, as you can tell. <laughs> Uh, and my mom is is a Virgo so it was crazy because it's kind of like being surrounded by like having my mom's voice in my head like 24 7 but no it's just it's not her voice it's my voice yeah because we both were very like I said perfectionist and I 
I'm learning slowly that it's okay to just let go and just do it and do it scared. And, you know, uh, you know, analyzing things and, and data can only get you so far. I feel like you have, in order to succeed, you have to fail quickly. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that makes sense. Yeah, which I'm sure it was probably hard to a lesson to like go through. You're like, just if we fail, but it's like, no, (laughs) that that Virgo mood, a lot of like artists, specifically like digital artists do have that Virgo mood. So it totally makes sense because it is there is a level of detail that you have to, you know, the precision, you know, they're going. So it's like, yeah, Virgos in general intrigue me. I'm just how are you so focused? I love it. But yeah, so triple Virgo, like, okay, a lot of this is making sense. I can't wait to see how a lot of these placements shine within your responses. But thank you for sharing that. So we get to know Sandra a little bit better. And my Virgos, you know, we're here to shine. And so now that we get to know you a little bit astrologically for the audience who doesn't, you know, know you tell us a little bit about yourself and this business journey of yours. Did you always know you were going to, you know, make your art into your business? Like, what did that path look like? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a Latina illustrator. My family is originally from Colombia. I was born and raised in Miami. And I am somebody that uh, really loves to empower other Latinas to see themselves represented in the world. So I didn't come to that realization until after 12 years of corporate. Uh, I really didn't see myself represented in beauty or big tech. And so during the pandemic, uh, I actually was laid off from my corporate job and I just felt like I didn't wanna go back (laughs) to corporate I felt like I really wanted to build something for myself. And so that that was the birth of Fearless Yaya, you know, mm. kind of like in desperation, not really, you know, understanding what's going on with the world with the pandemic. And so I just decided to take a step back and just really pursue what I love to do, which is illustration. Um, so because every day after work, I would always come and illustrate. And, mm-hmm. and I was on my iPad for every weekend, like sketching doing fashion illustrations. And then I I really started to kind of dive into the art of representation. And so Fearless Yaya was born because it it was something that I've been wanting to do, but I was always scared to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it wasn't until I had everything to lose, like I lost everything that I was, I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and, and pursue this dream. And I like to be very upfront and honest about like my journey because I want others to know that, you know, failure is definitely just redirection. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, oh, yeah. I'm so fortunate that my mom, my whole life, she was super supportive of me and my husband right now. He's, he's like my number one fan. He's somebody that will always be there. I remember during my thesis in college, he was the one that was hanging up the frames. And so he's always been someone that is super supportive and it, with with being a business owner and an entrepreneur it happened by accident it happened out of necessity it happened Mm -hmm. because I I didn't I didn't see like me fitting in back into corporate anymore like I just realized that I was meant for something bigger Mm -hmm. and I was meant to empower and inspire and also to just celebrate Latinas in illustration and so with, with that, like, I think just being able to illustrate every day and, and do what I love, like, that is really living life. I feel like I get up every day and I'm, I feel blessed mm-hmm. that I'm able to do this. And 
I tried doing it in the past and yeah. I failed because I was surrounded by people that didn't believe in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly like my dad's side of the family, like he they it's like they were just like, oh, art doesn't sell or, or you're gonna starve to death. But it's not their fault because in Colombia, like you didn't see artists be successful mm-hmm. or escalate to these heights that you see now with like Instagram and, and and having their own platforms and doing these massive collaborations so it it took it took like a, a good 12 years to really realize what I love to do and I did go to school for illustration and I was able to go to high school for fashion design so I I really was set on the course from a young age and mm-hmm. I'm super blessed to have a mother that believes in me and and I think it's because of her and my grandmother that you know sh- they didn't have the opportunity to to pursue their dreams they didn't have the option like mm-hmm. they had to do what society told them to do mm-hmm. and this is my chance to kind of you know take those steps of pursuing my dream and doing what I love to do in honor of them mm-hmm And that makes a big, big difference when you have that support of your parents, you know, and especially like being a Latina, like that can go so many ways, whether it's like, not that they don't don't have the support, but they have the fear. So they tell you like, don't, you know, play it safe. You know, we came to this country so you can just have, you know, better than us. So work for someone and get that steady income. So sometimes starting your own business, it's so risky. And like, I was just kind of hearing, like, like you said, you know, like being laid off, it was kind of like almost like, it's like that survival mode, like kind of instinct that's just kind of even Mm -hmm. like ingrained, you know, it's like, okay, what do I do? Put your skills, you know, to the test there. And this is also a trend that I find with my Virgos here on the podcast. The artist Virgos is, you know, a lot of people are like, I'm an artist, so I'm just going to willy nilly, you know, I'm going to make some art, you know, like, oh, la la la, you know, but no, my Virgos are like, no, I am going to be a business. You know, this is how we're going to do it. These are the skills that we have that we need to get. These are the processes, processes, Virgos love their processes. <laughs> the systems in place. So they take it to like a whole nother level. And so you were saying that, you know, you were doing illustration and now you're taking it full time. Was the illustration like something on the side that you were doing yes. for corporate? Was it for fun? Was it like as like an Etsy shop side hustle? So I started uh, my illustrations uh, as definitely a side side business. Um, I remember when I lived in Miami uh, for 30 years, I actually, um, I started like approaching people that are like, you know, other illustrators and mentors um, that kind of started to, to put little bugs in my in my mm-hmm. head and say, hey, you should go out there. You should, you're talented. Start passing out your business card. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm do that. And so I started uh, going to like boutiques like Chanel, DVF, Carolina Herrera. And I started leaving my business card. And so then I, I started creating prototypes to pitch them a product. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, like Mother's Day or Christmas, like designing a, a, a card with a specific uh, product that they were trying to push. And so for me, it was really just putting myself out there and saying, you know what, I don't care if I'm scared, I'm going to do it. And it worked out like people started to hire me for live sketching events, uh, mm-hmm. also to do like specific products for clients, like high end like customization for, mm. for clients and so I've always kind of like approached my illustrations and art as a business uh, mm-hmm. even though I'm an artist 
and I think it's also thanks to like my godfather Raul who is a uh, entrepreneur in Colombia he was mm. the first one uh, other than my mother uh, she also is an entrepreneur making arepas and empanadas like seeing their hustle and seeing how he could take time to spend with his family to hire his family to do the things that he wants to do and also give back to the community mm -hmm. um that that was like that's that's the goal like mm -hmm. I, at the end of the day I want to be good and I want to make money so I can share that with my community and it's specifically before going to like corporate at, at, in Seattle before working at a big tech company as an art director uh I I definitely had a lot of you know these dreams and things that I wanted to do so I actually went to teach art at an orphanage and it was probably the most rewarding experience and it's that connection that I, I had from my godfather because my godfather's an orphan and so is my grandfather oh, wow. Manuel. and so seeing how he went from nothing and constructed a business bootstrapped it I was like if he could do it then that's 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 an option for me then I could do it as well and same with my grandfather. My grandfather was also an orphan and he was a coffee grower in Colombia. Mm -hmm. He started with nothing. He had nothing. And he had, uh, he, he purchased a big farm uh, with all the wages he would gain from working on other people's farms. And he had nine kids and he was just an inspiration, a leader, a community leader. He's, he took care of the people around him. Uh, meaning like there was a, a specific uh, neighbor that I remember that her husband passed away and he would go and bring like meats and other like foods to them and mm -hmm. I just was like wow like being able to step outside of yourself and think of like others and your community um, that really kind of like set me off on a path so I feel like uh, corporate like beauty and tech were training grounds for my business I learned how to use social media. I learned how to do video editing. I was mostly like a graphic designer, even though I studied illustration um, in 2009 during that recession, we mm -hmm. just didn't have as many job opportunities as mm -hmm. other people. So I just had to pivot and adapt. And mm -hmm. so I pivoted into design and I was super lucky that, you know, I just was able to work um, in government and beauty and, and big tech. And then I started learning with each job I learned like a new asset a new skill so instead of going to business class I went to like you know real world YouTube university <laughs> you learn a lot <laughs> yes so and and being a Virgo I feel like I'm a lifelong learner I just mm -hmm. love learning I love education I love courses I love taking it to the next level and if I don't understand something I love to invest and hire people that under do understand how to get to that point Mm -hmm. For sure. And I feel like for a lot of business owners, that's the thing too. It's like, did you go to school for business? Did you go to school for this? That probably not, but guess what? Like, ugh, not to, you know, college. Yes. Education is important. I don't believe yes. in the price of private institutions, public institutions. I don't believe that you should, you know, tell someone at 18, you need to take out X amount of loans. And that's the thing. Like you are probably like me where it's like, you need that real world practice. That's really where you learn, or you need to be into it to be like, all right, what's my next 
step? What do I need to learn more about? And there's resources out there to kind of do it that way too. So for anyone who's like, I didn't go to school for business, you know, I was like, even business people who didn't go to school, they're still got to learn X, Y, Z along the way, because there's no blueprint. There's no map. Yeah. Um, and, and, even- I, and I can I interrupt you right quick. I actually had a meeting yesterday. I am taking a business class mm-hmm. and the founder that came and spoke to us yesterday she dropped out of Harvard Business College. She literally was like, I have a business idea. I'm going to go and do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Like in a lot of people that have really big successful businesses have done that. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So don't feel discouraged. You know, like there's always so much more to learn, like while you're kind of in it. And, you know, like you said, kind of from each job, like each experience, it's almost like, you know, it's for a reason, you know, like you pick something up from, you know, each corporation. And like you said, Virgo is like, you're always like taking notes, you know, like whatever industry, whatever you did, you learned something there, you applied it and you're kind of like growing, whether it's your resume for another job or just your personal resume for to now build your own job, wear all the hats, learn all the things. Um, so you can apply it for your own business. And I love that you shared, you know, also having like that background or, you know, family members who are entrepreneurs and, you know, maybe for them, it was like, well, I need money. I need to create something out of it, you know, so they maybe unintentionally, you know, became entrepreneurs, but having people who look like you and sound like you, you know, that's why I love having the podcast with, you know, women like you, because there's so many other women listening, thinking like, what do I know? What can I do? I have an idea, but who has done it that looks like me, who has done it with, you know, with like my style and flair, you know, like you need that sazon in there. It's very different when you have like maybe, you know, a Latina illustrator, a woman, a different woman of color illustrator, they're bringing different aspects that maybe our white counterparts don't. So I love, you know, that you kind of had those influences there. And like you said, you know, failure is not a re is not, you know, a thing. It's a redirection. Um, so like, had you not been laid off, do you think you would have made the jump? Cause that's hard. And I get it. I like, don't know. I feel like <laughs> I think about that all the time. I'm like, if I, I mean, I, I say, thank God I'm not working there anymore because yeah. it was, it's a very toxic, uh, work environment with toxic, um, people. And also just the culture itself just wasn't what I wanted. Um, I felt like I was very tokenized as a Latina. I was the mm-hmm. only one in my specific department that spoke Spanish. And, you know, usually with roles like that, they like to pound a lot of work on top of, of, of us, especially if we complete things quickly or if we ship things out. And so what I decided was, you know, even if I didn't get laid off, I know I would have gotten bored with it. And mm-hmm. I know I would have wanted to move on. Uh, even if it wasn't the pandemic and it was a very hard time for everybody around the world. I feel like a lot of us, you know, lost people, lost jobs, lost security. And so when I actually in 2019, um, I had a trip with my husband and we were coming back um, from Asia and I just noticed that this thing, you know, the virus was popping up. And then I just said, oh, you know what? I'm going to start saving my whole entire paycheck and live off of one paycheck. And so my husband, uh, we lived off of his paycheck and I just started stashing my whole entire paycheck. We didn't go out. And this was like before it was even announced Mm -hmm. in the US that it was happening. 
uh, I just had the, like again Virgo, super analytic, like looking at trends, no. looking looking at like <laughs> looking at like you know uh, I think it was uh, the Who or or Saint uh, Joseph's or something like that. Yeah. There was a bunch of data trackers. Yeah. And so then I started seeing you know the cases go up in spit in countries, and I'm like, that's gonna hit us like like nothing it's gonna be like a freaking blizzard out here because we weren't doing anything to really protect ourselves and oh yeah why tell me why all the virgos i knew were the ones (laughs) prepping like luckily because like my sister finally like i had her boyfriend was in a relationship i was like okay she's you know got someone but she's a libra and we're just like like i guess i don't know and then she's like oh my gosh like my boyfriend like we're going to like you know stock up on food i was like "Hmm, should i be doing that like virgos they're they're on it oh my god i was the first one i actually my best friend jessica burke she was pregnant and so this this was a time where we couldn't find toilet paper anywhere and oh, so then yeah. I just was like I drove like I think an hour to buy toilet paper for her because she was pregnant and I'm just like I can't I can't even imagine this world and so like I want everybody to know if you're starting a business please just start saving as much as you can as like I would say six to eight months of your expenses just to just have there in the bank in case of any emergencies. Um, And so that was the safety net that gave me the confidence and empowered me to go out there and be like, you know what, I'm gonna be a business owner. I'm gonna do illustration. This is my dream. This is what I'm gonna do because I had that money in the bank. And Mm -hmm. obviously it's not a million dollars that I had, but it's given me the flexibility to really focus on my business and apply to all the grants. because when I was working at corporate, I was working from 7 a.m. to midnight every day. Oh. I was sick. I, I was hospitalized like three times. My body was shutting down. And it really was just for like self-love. Like I thought that my job was what I was like my worthy like title. Like I have this. My family's proud of me. But I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing what I was what I loved. And I just felt like I, you know, I was pushing and, and developing products for Latin America and, and, and launching them in Mexico and Brazil and other countries, but it still wasn't enough. I felt like it was like I was facing a Goliath, especially with the lack of representation in media, uh, specifically film. Like you, you turn on any, any streaming network and all you see is white people, <laughs> like all you see is white people and at the end of the day like as a latino that starts to hit you and living in seattle was hard for me uh i couldn't find an empanada to save my life around anywhere (laughs) so it was heartbreaking (laughs) exactly and so like you being the only person of color in a whole department or in a whole like you know in a whole like even just like where we live itself mercer island it just felt very like it wasn't it just didn't feel like home and so I feel like all those things, me learning that, you know, Miami is such a bubble of Latin culture and, and mm-hmm. such a melting pot that, you know, I knew that during the pandemic, we couldn't move back uh, because my husband and I, we both have like health conditions. Oh, no. And so my husband, he uh, unfortunately in Seattle, he suffered two heart attacks. And so <gasps> I was not going to go back to Miami knowing that everybody 
in my especially my dad's side of the family likes to party likes to get together you know it's mm-hmm. just the, the, the latin thing like it's a lot. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna hang out it's de los padres de las madres like all the stuff and, and navidad and all and and the cumpleaños but like i needed to go somewhere where i could put a couple states in between me and my family and just focus on my business and so this is why me and my husband moved to maryland and hmm. he works here and he loves it uh living in the state and he's also kind of like on a journey himself um trying to discover what he wants to do and, and pivot awesome. yeah. so yeah we're both very supportive of each other and then like really what I want people to understand is that if I could do it like any of you could start your own business and it's scary as hell but the freedom of you building your own empire and not making millions of dollars for other people especially white men like that is so empowering like being able to like do things that you represent you a hundred percent authentically and not hide behind a persona or not gentrify yourself to a a a, a, like a business or or a team because people are going to tell you on teams oh we're family this and that oh god no they're they're not your family (laughs) hell no not your family your family are the women that support you and those latinas that slide into your dms that, mm-hmm. that purchase your products and so like i say like don't feel intimidated to reach out to people that are are doing big things so, mm-hmm. like right now i have two mentors so my mentor marisol catching she's from uh azteca negra okay. she has a beautiful line of like jewelry and Ooh. does really like she's an afro latina and she's like super proud of her roots and what I love about her is that she is so honest with like feedback and, and telling me hey Sandra like you should triple your prices you should do this you should apply to this grant and it's just like it's crazy because I didn't have something like that in college or in you know in my corporate life like I really didn't really have mentors I had friends or, or people that were and I had other titles, but I didn't like seek out a specific uh, mentor uh, in corporate. But um, like I said, Marisol, she's somebody that really cares about the bigger picture. And, and she's five years ahead, five to 10 years ahead of me. And mm-hmm. so she is going to give me the exact feedback that I need right now. When you go to like, for example, a business college or school, like mm-hmm. they might give you theories but if you have somebody that's already in the business doing what you Mm want to do that's who you should approach it it doesn't necessarily have to be for example I'm an illustrator Marisol is not an illustrator but she is a businesswoman so Mm -hmm. this is the reason why I decided okay I'm going to approach somebody that has like really great copywriting skills or understands certain things that that I might not get and she is just the biggest like supporter and cheerleader and we meet once a month and those are like our sessions so find yourself a mastermind find yourself a mentor don't be scared of like dming somebody approaching to them cold emailing them even if it's something where you have to pay for like Mm -hmm. a consultation like that's an investment within yourself like that's another thing while i was uh during that time that crazy time (laughs) that we had uh, in 2020, I literally started just investing only in things that were going to make my business grow. So I stopped kind of watching Netflix. I stopped 
instead of Netflix, I would start watching like uh, Skillshare business class like videos or YouTube videos about uh, just growth and acceleration and A-B testing and all these like boring things that Virgos like to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and gosh, then, yeah. <laughs> and then I decided instead of purchasing a new phone because my screen is cracked, I want to hold off until it dies and then purchase the phone. And then the same thing with like, like printers, like I bought a printer that I knew that I could afford. Like I wasn't going to buy things that were going to put me into debt. Mm -hmm. And I used my unemployment money to buy most of my studio supplies. Just like kind of like Alexander McQueen did back Mm -hmm. in the day. So he, (laughs) he basically used that, that check, that unemployment check to buy his fabrics and things like that. So hearing other people's stories kind of were like okay that that's what influences you to to take that step um so like i said save as much as you can i we we didn't go out to eat for like a year or two oh years my. because we just were terrified we didn't mm-hmm. know yeah was out there you know so oh yeah 2020 just- was actually easy to save money because there's no thing nothing to do nothing. nowhere to go it's like and it just makes you realize how much money you just waste on crap. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, this weekend we're going out to movies and we got to go out to dinner and we got to do that, you know, and then next weekend, next weekend. And I was like, damn, we do a lot of unnecessary spending. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. And that's the other thing, like with business, with your business, like you have to be very vigilant about your spending. And, mm-hmm. and so I have uh, QuickBooks Ooh. and I just like do all my expenses uh, myself because I, for some reason, love to it. I enjoy inputting all that information in my little uh, QuickBooks. And so like, you know, saving receipts, like I Mm -hmm. highly suggest if you're operating as a business, file for an LLC, Mm -hmm. make sure that you are, you know, taking these purchases, like for example, like a printer or microphone or, or anything that you purchase for your business and expense it. I mean, these big corporations are expensing everything. Everything. So why not us? So oh, yeah. why does? Like, why can't we take advantage of those laws? And please, if you don't understand those specific uh things, like hire a CPA, reach out to a Latina CPA and be like, hola amiga, like I need some help with this and setting mm-hmm. this up. Uh, you don't necessarily have to do like go to legal zoom, like going to a local CPA, I think is so much more effective because I did the legal zoom route and let me tell you, it was just it, it no. was way too overpriced. It was oh, overpriced okay. Good for, to know. For, Good what, to know. <laughs> for what I was doing. So I say go to a local CPA, but I want to like, look, I'm thinking of being an LLC or an S corp. What do you, or a corporation, like, what do you, you know, suggest? And, and also like protect your intellectual property. Like if mm-hmm. you're creating courses uh, for me, it was, right now it's my graduation cards. Like I went ahead and copyrighted those. Like I want to make sure that they're filed with the U.S. government in case somebody tries to like steal that specific design or anything mm-hmm. like that. So protect yourself and take it one step at a time. You don't have to do everything at once, but like really just be a, be a business, be a CEO, like show up as a CEO. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And uh, Sandra here is showing up and giving us all the gems, all the, oh my gosh, I'm just only doing Virgos on this for like tidbits and <laughs> things that you can do for your business. I'm like, oh my gosh, let me do that. Oh my gosh, let me do that. <laughs> I love it. No, but I love it. I love, you know, in general, that's a big thing that can really help you finding a mentor. I know that's something where I'm like, okay, it's like, how do you find one? Like, how do you decide this is the person 
And especially that's why it's like, I love to have different women here on the podcast. And in the end, there's like, you know, a question I like to ask, you know, who is like a Latina who like inspires or motivates you? Because finding those like almost like heroes, almost like motivators, people who have done, whether it's your industry or not, something similar, they're running a business like you would like to is important. So like, how do we even like narrow it down, you know, or reach out yeah you could start with uh right now you can start with instagram like uh i have this one of my favorite latinas period on ig is janice torres from okay. joquero dinero okay. she's somebody that i've been following since my time in corporate she was the one that was like girl you gonna get yourself an llc and i'm like <laughs> yes yes uh, <laughs> like seeing her reels mm-hmm. and her information about investing and sep accounts and all that stuff made me realize that you know i need to have that money put away so i i am safe in case of anything in case of any emergencies and then also like understand that you know everybody starts from zero mm-hmm. like everybody was nobody in the beginning and so like when you start to interact with people on instagram or twitter or wherever you're hanging out tiktok youtube you start to like comment and reach out and just message and say hey i really like that reel or hey i really love what you created here for this course or hey i just signed up for your email list Mm -hmm. i love this specific email start sending instagram voice notes Mm. to people that you admire and that you love. And for example, with Janine, it's like she had uh, an event called Manifiesta where she mm-hmm. had four coaches come, actually no, five coaches come and talk about their special, like, you know, superpowers. And so basically that's where I met Leanne who also has another amazing podcast called Watches Thrive. Okay. And so she's uh, the sister of Janine. Oh, and nice. so I just started listening organic relationship talking to them as people as mm-hmm. human do not come out in the gate in your dms and be like i need your help i need yeah. an hour of your time no look and see what you can provide for them as well like make it like a mutual collaboration mm-hmm. if it has to be um something that starts small and even if it's like if you find somebody that has like you know a hundred thousand or forty thousand followers or 200 or a million followers and they might not reach out to you, uh, like they might not see your DM. That's fine. Don't get offended. Just know that everybody is just trying to keep up with, with their DM. So I say start with someone that is at your level, uh, mm-hmm. either with followers or years of business, and then start working towards somebody that has like, you know, that five-year mark. Start taking, if you, for me, I started taking courses like business class courses, Facebook ad courses, like a bunch of different courses on like funnels and all this mm-hmm. crazy stuff that Virgos love. <laughs> and I just started meeting people like that, you know, through through these courses, through these workshops, through We All Grow Latina. Um, there's a bunch of different communities out there. This caress cohort, mm-hmm. I met some badass yeah. women in this cohort. I'm like, yeah. if, like, for example, like you, Sochi, like, what you do, what your work represents, that's where you start to jive with people and you understand, Mm -hmm. okay, this, this person is on the same mission that I am, maybe with a different industry or different platform, but she's doing what I want to do as well in reading and stationary. So you just start to make these connections and what you're doing right now with the podcast, 
girl, you're doing it already. You're already <laughs> asking the questions. And I think you have to continue to kind of reach out to other podcasters uh, that are out there that you see that you want to either be on their podcast or mm-hmm. you want to, you know, have them on your podcast and, and know that, you know, especially Latinas, I feel like we're more more family oriented or we're more like mm-hmm. collaborative yeah maybe than than our american counterpart. community oriented yes mm-hmm. because there's there's um i've i've had messages that i've sent to other illustrators that have not been answered or mm-hmm. have had the runaround and so like what i like to do is when there's an illustrator especially a latina especially afro latina like I like to show them my back end. I'll be like, hey, check this out. This is mailer light. This is what I use to send out emails. Mm-hmm. This is what I use to, you know, illustrate. These are the tools, the brushes, and this is my printer. This is my ink. Why? Because I'm not competing with them. Mm-hmm. I'm competing with myself. Like nobody can illustrate how I illustrate and I can never illustrate like them. Yeah. And so that's like, that's really just, you know, stepping aside and also mentoring others, I think, is really important. Um, I'm part of, I, last fall, I was part of the Step Up Foundation uh, cohort that we mentored young teenage girls. And Ooh. I would just literally go in there and just, like, lift these girls up and tell them that they could do anything and mm-hmm. to just do what they love to do and just be passionate about what you love to do. And so I, I hope that answers your question. Like, mentor others. Yeah. Go Find somebody that is at your equal yeah. or a little higher and then start going for the bigger fish. Start mm-hmm. start casting those rails. And, and if somebody says no, it's it's the next opportunity. Yeah. It's it's not, it's not, it's not a no. Like you yeah. could you could just move on and, and have you know that the universe is gonna pair you up with somebody that 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 you need so Mm -hmm. i hope that makes sense oh for sure you're gonna get a bunch of no's before you get a yes like just getting past the no's getting past the fear getting past the no's like that's just like the hurdle on its own and just keep doing your work like i feel like even with you know kind of getting this grant in general like i mean you have applied for some other grants i know i saw you had the hello alice grant like and you know now also you're kind of going through the crush dreams fund you know you received that grant you're going through that program um so can you tell me like did you get a bunch of other notes maybe from grants like what was it like applying for this grant now (laughs) i apply to grants every day like this is my that's my if I find a grant, I'll apply to the grant. It's and your sport. I, it's my sport. Um, so basically, when a grant uh, comes into my inbox, so I have a couple of different ones that I'm going to share. There's my um, Hello Alice newsletter is like my go-to newsletter. Mm-hmm. Every time that newsletter hits my inbox, it's the first thing I open. I don't care if I have other things or something's on fire. I don't care. It's that it's a hello Alice um, mm-hmm. newsletter that I open. Why? Because as a CEO, the most important job you have is funding, finding mm-hmm. funding for your business. And as a Latina, as we all know, it's really hard to go out and get bank loans. It's hard yep. to get, you know, these, uh, you know, prestamos, you know, from these corporations. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bootstrap my business. I'm trying to make sure that I share my why and my mm-hmm. mission with as many people as possible. So Hello, Alice is a great one. Uh, Tory Birch Foundation is another amazing um, uh, kind of like not just grant, but they have workshops about, you know, how to pitch a deck, how to create 
different things. And iFund Women, obviously the cohort mm-hmm. that we're part of, they have amazing resources with office hours where you can come in and ask questions about what you're working through that week. And so I think it's really important that you uh, sign up for as many of these newsletters. And if you, if you get a note, it's okay. Next opportunity, next opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against you. You have to realize that thousands of people or maybe even millions of people are applying to these grants. And so mm-hmm. you have to really find your why. And yeah. so one of the books that I highly recommend is uh, Finding Your Why by Simon Simic. Mm-hmm. he his like process of finding your why even if you just youtube him you will definitely start to understand why you do what you do mm-hmm. and why the people that purchase from me purchase from you because when you have a strong mission and strong why just like you do show sochi like you want to empower and uplift latina businesses not just you know in your area but around the world like you mm-hmm. are somebody that is thinking global so you have to really start thinking of that why and, and refine it and create that elevator pitch and yep. pitch it to people and be comfortable pitching because that's some scary stuff too yep. uh having to do a video like we did for the caress foundation <laughs> uh that that's really hard for a virgo uh to create a video <laughs> see the video was easy for me it really? was yeah i mean i do video i, I mean I, <laughs> I the video is easy it's the refining the pitch you know, being like, cause I feel like every little word you say, like you want to make sure you pick the right words to get it within 15 seconds to get it within two to three minutes. I think that was a part that I was actually like, ah, particular about. Cause actually, cause I was always like, man, Virgo placements, those are strong. Cause like, where do I have it? And so we all know everybody has every sign somewhere in their birth chart. So for me, I was like, where do I have Virgo? And luckily I have it where it counts and the 10th house, which rules your career. It's called your midheaven. So it's like, yes. So if there's anything I get intense about, it is that. So it's like, thank you, Virgo. So that's where I'm like, ah, everything I say is going to make sense. But to do the video, I'm like, all right, on, let's go. You know, so yeah. congrats on getting out there and doing the video and moving past that fear. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's hard. I probably, it took me like an hour and a half to oh do one take. But anyway, <laughs> no, it uh, took a while. <laughs> Cynthia from Embrace Change. I reached out to oh, her and gosh, just, yeah thanked her for like uh, when she came as an alumni to speak mm-hmm. about her campaign and so that's something that I really was like like I just said like make sure that you message and thank people for their time whenever you find or resonate with them especially Cynthia she wants to empower mm-hmm. BIPOC business owners in New York that's badass like that right there mm-hmm. like being able to connect with other women that have your mission is incredible and she helped me she helped me so much with my campaign when it came to just you know giving me advice and feedback and saying hey Sandra this reward what is this take this out like, this is back. like yeah and it's something like I needed to hear because yeah. when you're working on something and you're glued down and you're like this looks perfect and then you don't really have feedback come in guess what then that's where all the mistakes happen that's where all the loose ends are are there and you mm-hmm. you need somebody to have a second uh, opinion and my husband even read through my <laughs> through my copy because I'm not the best at copy I'm somebody that I am great speaking but mm-hmm. um my I grew up where I grew up I I remember taking ESO classes because I was a Spanish speaker when I came into school and so I have to realize my strengths 
I can't battle uh, my weaknesses. I have to focus on my strengths. Mm -hmm. So I just literally started uh, just doing things to kind of put these rewards together, put every, all the pieces together and start to think about like, how can this benefit someone, someone that has already supported me, someone that uh, is either an art collector, entrepreneur, a business owner, or somebody that's just getting started with their journey. Like, how can I create things that are going to impact them and are going to give them kind of like the, uh, the, 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 the inspiration to want to fund this specific, specific campaign. And let me tell you, I'm still kind of like in the process of finishing uh, just getting even other rewards up because yes. I, I start to get feedback from people and say, hey, what if you did this or what if you did that? So mm -hmm. you have to really be specific with who you ask for feedback yeah. and be intentional with what you do and how you do it. And I think people will, will follow. Mm -hmm. For sure. It makes a big difference. Like maybe that's another thing too. like make friends, business friends, you have your friends and having business friends, it makes such a big difference. Like on the feedback. Cause like, you know, you can ask your regular friend, they're like, yeah, cute. Or your Thea and your mom, like, you know, what are they going to say? Like, who knows? Maybe they're critical. <laughs> but it's going to be yeah. very different type of helpful information. Like, you know, friends and family, like there are a lot of them are customers. So it's like, I'm asking them for feedback based on a customer, maybe like standpoint, but you know, like from a business friend, it's like, okay, it's more on a, a marketing tactic or social media media like does this make sense and like you said copy isn't my thing so that's why you know I'm more verbal or like video so obviously and also Virgo Gemini also ruled by the planet Mercury <laughs> planet of communication so this is a very chatty podcast <laughs> we ain't got no problems with that but yes play play to your strengths so that's definitely like don't feel like don't focus on what you can't do because that's just gonna like you're never gonna get you started can, you can definitely ship out the things you do not like to do you can ship them out yes through fiber through hiring a local intern like you can literally find somebody that is good at that thing that you need for mm -hmm. example for the last 10 years I've been trying to build my own website guess what it didn't work because this Virgo is analytical yeah. and paralysis analysis uh took hold and so I hired a, web, a brand designer to help me build my website. I hired a copywriter to do my copy. And these are contract workers. So mm -hmm. when you start getting these grants, you invest that money back into your business. And even every single dollar that I make, it goes right back into my business. I'm not like paying myself a paycheck right now mm -hmm. because I believe in my vision. I believe it's going to be bigger than, than anything that, anybody at least in my family has dreamt of so mm -hmm. I am somebody that it does it took a minute for me to delegate and ask for help but it's so necessary to mm -hmm. delegate there's another book that I want to tell you yes. it's called uh we should all be millionaires by Rachel Rogers have oh. you ever heard of it no girl you best to read this book I'm if writing anything, it down right now <laughs> if it if not I also uh, suggest getting uh, Libby, this app that you can literally download audiobooks from your library for free. What? L-I-B-Y? L-I-B-Y? L-I-B-B-Y. B-B-Y. Yes, because I was like, I ain't got time to go down to the library, but I want to read got these time. books. <laughs> I, I do not have no time to go to the library. I have no time to do, uh, to purchase these books from Amazon. Mm -mm. No. Mm-mm. We're going to download them for free and nice. then we're going to take notes because I have, 
this is me. This is me right now. I have like journals and notebooks and vision boards. And yes, this is, this is kind of like how I operate. Oh my like, gosh. Um, I love it. So, so uh, back to uh, Rachel Rogers, we, we should all be millionaires. We have to learn how to delegate so we can do tasks yes. that only us could do. Yes. Like, for example, like, you know, eventually I know that you're going to hire out somebody to edit your podcast. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to be able to hire somebody to even do videography and things mm-hmm. like that. And the things that you want to do, because you are the CEO, you are yeah. the mastermind and nobody could do what Sochi does. Yeah. And nobody could do what Sandra does. So this mm-hmm. is why the reason why we have to focus on our strengths and not beat ourselves up if we can't write, not beat ourselves up like if we can't do a specific thing. And like you mentioned, the video aspect, that's where I have to like, I'm I'm gonna start investing a lot more time in social media yes. with video. Yeah. Uh, because that that's where it's at. Video yep. is is the the queen of content right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So true. And yeah, like that's one of the things for me where you, it's true. Like you need to be the big picture person. Like there's like the little things, you know, that people can probably help you with like the, you know, packaging or the stuff you don't like to do. So for me, you know, like crowdfunding, I'm like, okay, a big part of it. It's like, so I can get like that inventory so I can expand, but I was like, you know what? I think I want to save a little bit of that. So maybe I can hire someone to do like the email marketing. That's a huge thing, but that's not a strength of mine. And I don't care to do it. (laughs) So, you know, I know, you know, so it's like, can we hire somebody for that? I love the social media, but not the email. So if we can have someone do that and help us out, you know, that's what part of this like crowdfunding, but you need capital for it. (laughs) Yeah. So one of my resource, one of my rewards is actually going to be a resource like bundle basically. So this resource PDF has BIPOC directories, it has all the apps, all the things I use for my business, all the processes that I I put in place when it comes to, uh, especially like specific programs that I use to Mm -hmm. create like my SOPs and things like that. So I highly recommend that you even look into like BIPOC, like email copywriters, or even like, if you see a writer that just wrote a beautiful story on like I don't know like you know fierce by me too or me or we me too or me too network like reach out to them send them a tweet be like girl I love how you write hey do you do like email marketing copy on the side Mm -hmm. and if so for how yeah yeah no that's something I'm keeping in mind for the people I've met in you know the different industries I've worked in where it's like hey you're the only token Latina and you know this and I know that you know but that's why it's so important to have Latina CEOs because that's my mindset too it's like if I want to hire I want to hire Latinas I want to hire BIPOC creators you know like and especially with like the email or your content you want them to understand the language the Spanglish that we speak the words that we use you know so that makes a huge 100%. difference 100%. so and it's not like no tino shade so anybody else that's not fits into that you know um, no all the shade it's cool. no, okay. <laughs> but it it really is about you know finding that right team the right even mm-hmm. if it's contract work you don't have to hire somebody yep. full-time paying benefits and all this stuff right out the gate like mm-hmm. eventually when you expand and get bigger and girl we, we millionaires yeah obviously you want to pay people benefits and you want to make sure that things are done right. Um, mm-hmm. But when you get started, just make sure that you you know that it's okay. And a lot of people I know, especially 
um the bigger people like jenny she she hires somebody to do her social media she hires somebody to do so she could focus on big picture stuff her courses her her you know her blog and so this these are the things that i decided to take from other leaders other latinas that are out there i i said instead of me trying to do it all myself and be be this like let me hire this out to someone that understands what I need Mm -hmm. from this and so at the end of the day I just want to you know want people to understand that if this girl from the ghetto (laughs) this little yaya from the ghetto could come out and you know work in corporate and start a business and get grants you can too like it takes Mm -hmm. uh, like I said it takes a while to land these and I remember the first round with the hello Alice grant I didn't get it Mm -hmm. but I applied again yeah I try to make sure that I really understand why these people won mm-hmm. like yeah what is it I'm gonna analyze <laughs> analyze I'm a Virgo and I'm I do it too it. I do it too <laughs> and that's like again those are skills that I got from corporate like mm-hmm. learning how to look at the data look at it looking at the odds understanding yeah the odds might look weird and bad but guess what it takes it took me I would say 60 grant applications, 60, like six zero. This really is a sport. <laughs> to get two yeses. Wow. All right. So just nice. know that. And even when I don't, okay, for example, when I can't apply to a grant because it's a black founder or it's yeah. for a, someone else, like a specific, like you need to have X years in business, guess what? I'm going to send that grant to somebody that I know. Mm-hmm. If there's, especially, um, I have a creator group. Um, that is hosted by my beautiful friend Nicole from the social uh, social Charlotte. She is social media guru, and so basically, I what I love to do is I like to go into these Slack channels and I like to just post all these grants. And you saw the grant that all the grants that I posted mm-hmm. in the Caress workshop. Mm-hmm. I I do that why because guess what? If I can't apply to those grants and somebody else can, guess what? The day of tomorrow when they find a Latina grant guess who they're going to send it to first, mm-hmm. you know? So yep. you have yep. to like, as, like I said, you give to your community and they give back tenfold. Yep. So, yep. Make the friends. Even if you're an introvert, we got to get out. We got to talk to people on networking. Don't hang out with me. Don't <laughs> hang out with me. Like, I'll, yeah. I, will, I will literally, I'll be your wing girl. Like I'll be somebody that will make sure that you feel that it's it's okay to go and do the scary things like I started mm-hmm. posting Twitter spaces uh creator spaces where I interview women that are in, either in web two or web three and so I want to make sure that I do it and I do it scared and I'm still trying to figure it out mm-hmm. um but I'm doing it because I want to make sure that I learn from other women that are doing the things that I want to do Mm-hmm. um so don't don't be scared to kind of like really approach even if you're an introvert like my husband he knows whenever we go out he likes to hide behind me or hide <laughs> in in the bathroom or hide hide in the car or somewhere so if you're that person just know that it's okay to take your time and do it how you want mm-hmm. to do it if you don't want to show up to a cor- like a conference because that's too much and you're like Mm-mm, I my energy is I can do Zoom, I can yeah. do social media, and that's it. 
meet then do it there like mm-hmm. do, like seek out people in the places that you yep. already hang out and uh and ask people too like where do they like to hang out other business owners and, and they'll tell you Oh, yeah. And that's why I love social media, because even as much of an extrovert as I am, I can be very shy in person. I was like, what do I even say? So I love social media where you can you can like you can comment, you can start the interaction there. Like maybe it's I don't want to say it's lazy networking. It's more productive networking for me, you know, and why I do pop ups and stuff. So start with social media. And I feel like that's even some of the easiest ways for people who aren't comfortable or don't have the time or just don't care to go to these networking events. I was like, I have met so many people and I've started building so many relationships with other businesses who I haven't actually met in person through social media. So start there. Like it's easy. It's a free tool. It's there for you. Like, why not? hundred percent. I have a lot of business friends I've never met. I've never met my mentor in real life. And yeah. She's, she's going to come this summer and I'm nice. so excited to tackle her to the ground when I see her. Oh my God. And, and that's the thing. Like, it's okay to like, you know, live in these, like across the country, across the world yeah. and connect with different people because everybody has their own perspective and they, the, their own things that they can bring to the table. So I love it. I love how you said that social media is like your productive way of, of networking. Mm-hmm. And same for me, like I'm an extrovert, but still like sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you do, when you're putting yourself out there and you're, and you're, put, you're sh- bearing your soul, it's it's a lot to kind of take in uh, feedback or criticism and just know that you have a tribe out there of women, mujeres that believe in you and that are going to support you. And if you don't have it yet, you're going to find them. You just have to, like I said, look in the right places. And you started right now with Work Miha's podcast. You're, you're in the right place. Start looking <laughs> at the people that comment on her stuff and, mm-hmm. and start getting to know people and reach out to Sochi and reach out to me too through DMs. Just know that it's, we, like I said, we all started from zero. Mm-hmm. Don't compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 26. Yep. Yep. Love it. Love it. And yeah. That social media, social media is how I found iPhone women. Social media is how I found the Crest Dreams program. And here we are. And now I'm able to meet you. And now we are in the crowdfunding process. We've been prepping. So it was March where they're like, hey, by the way, you know, you have a yes. We got a yes. And since April, you know, we've been working on these campaigns and they're slowly starting to creep up. You know, by the time you're listening to this episode, they are live now in June. So like what has like that process been of trying to prep this intense, you know, crowdfunding campaign? It's like a four to six week prep, pro- six to eight week prep process on top of doing all the things that you do and wearing all the hats for your business. It's definitely been something that it's been challenging, but very rewarding. And I think it's something that we do in community. And Olivia has been such a leader and Mm -hmm. and leading us every single week. We've had a presentation based on the step that we're working on, either if it was network marketing or sorry, network mapping or creating our pitches, honing our elevator pitch and making sure that we understand what we have to give to that team to produce our video. Like these things were like creating your own website, basically. This campaign yeah. page felt like I'm creating my own website. I have to make sure that I find the right assets. I'm going to tell you right now, I, that's a lot of late nights for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, a lot of analyzing 
if this is the right reward, if it's the right price, because pricing is the other thing that I was kind of nervous about. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think if someone really truly believes in your mission and your vision and wants to support you, they're going to support you no matter what. And so with these, uh, with doing everything, what I've tried to do is I blocked off days that I focus on iPhone women, the caress cohort. I pop into the Slack and say, Hey y'all, like I'm going to do some Instagram lives and Twitter spaces who wants Mm -hmm. to join. So right now it's really about like talking to other uh, members of our cohort and making sure that we support each other in this journey. Mm -hmm. And I feel like such a, you've been such a light Um, and I'm so excited to just see your campaign come to life because I feel like we went through this was like an it's truly an accelerator boot camp. Like oh yeah, boot camp yeah, like, programmer boot camp right. <laughs> I just really feel like I am ready to pitch. I it's scary to pitch sometimes, but I really feel like uh, the training that we got from my fun women is, is spectacular. And with the cohort, we also get a business coaches. So I'm gonna definitely yes. utilize that resource um, as I kick off my Hell yeah campaign. This. I've, this Friday, I'm super excited to kick it off officially to the world. Uh, I've been also really focused on making sure that um, when I make connections, like before, like asking for something from somebody that I authentically like reach out to them and see how they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Not just when I need something, but when the things are slow, like when things aren't, aren't working. So when I launched when I found out that I was in the cohort I was super excited when I found out we got a five thousand dollar grant I almost fell off my chair I was like oh my god thank you and then I started just reaching out to people like slowly and just telling my friends in different networks that this was happening and Mm -hmm. this was coming um so it doesn't come as a surprise when I post it Mm -hmm. and so it's just been again it's still a lot of work for me to do like I'm gonna plan out I'm planning out like different Instagram lives, which I hope that you're a part of one, Sochi, because I really want yes, to keep yes. this party going in, yes. in Instagram and Twitter spaces. And it's really about just like focusing on what you can achieve and what you can't do. There's mm-hmm. certain collaborations that's going to work out and then yeah. other collaborations that don't. And then also real life happens, like what yes. happened in Texas. Like oh. it like broke me as mm-hmm. a Latina and seeing what's happening to our communities of color. Like it just some days you cannot function and it's okay and for me to kind of jump on those calls and be vulnerable and Olivia just be there to listen to us like she's just like she's like my superhero like Mm -hmm. everything that she has given us is like to prepare us to really make these campaigns as successful as possible and we even like within our group I feel like we just have such amazing women like Kiana uh, from mm-hmm. K- uh, kicking yes. it with Kiki I'm gonna have an Instagram live with her this Thursday and I just I'm excited to learn more about that journey of from a teacher like how does she create this like these amazing experiences and courses for you know for teachers that need help with like everything that that's happening right now because unfortunately like this country has underfunded education they have underfunded teachers and it's time to kind of really invest in our communities and not just in our projects, but like other people's projects. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to kind of also invest in other founders. Oh, so, yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote down for, I was like, I got to go, but check out her rewards for the resources. That's going to be, I was like, mm, that's a good one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> exactly. So that's so helpful. And I feel like that's what kind of makes a difference of this specific cohort too. Cause it's the I fund women of color. So these are 30 women of color founders. So, you know, we recently we're, um, you have launched the episode with Bethany Peak from Top Coat. You know, she is a Black woman founder and, you know, Work Miha is a Latina focus, but it's Latina plus BIPOC women of color. You know, like I want to hear from those women as well. And, you know, because like while culturally we're different, there's a lot of similarities, you know, and supporting each other is very important. And I feel like that's what's made a difference in our program too. the fact that we are all, you know, women of color doing this. So it's a very different from others, but similar to us type of perspective that we're all kind of, you know, leading from and learning about, you know, sometimes there's like an intimidation factor almost when you're like in these rooms. Um, and it probably was for me, you know, going in, cause I was like, chosen like what do I know you know <laughs> but you, you know you got chosen for a reason <laughs> so you got chosen for a reason because yeah. you're a badass okay I'm gonna tell you let Thank me tell you, you. all the flowers but you. you have to do that you have to remind yeah. yourself like hey you know what like okay I guess I do know a little something about something here you know and you can learn from each other from there and you, you just see everybody's different skill sets so I love that this is the program this is the grants that I got and that you got and you know, we're able to connect through there. So definitely, you know, if you guys followed any or listened to any of the resources, any of the tidbits, you know, that Sandra shared here today, that's definitely a great one. I fund women follow them. So maybe you can be part of the next spring cohort. And so you can get that support, you know, if that crowdfunding is something you want to do, because I don't think I would have been like, let me crowdfund. Where do I even start? As a (laughs) as a triple Virgo, let me tell you (laughs) analysis paralysis (laughs) like I I don't like asking for help yeah it's really hard for a Virgo to ask for help and so this cohort made me realize it's okay for me to ask for help this is like literally I'm building a business and I need to ask for all the favors that I have given out throughout the whole year through all the years of my life Mm -hmm. so I want people to understand like asking for money asking asking for help, asking to fund your business, that is your number one job as a CEO, like Mm -hmm. as a founder, you are the one that needs to bring in the money and it's okay to ask for it. And especially if you have really bomb, bomb rewards, like for me, I'm super excited. I put in one of my rewards, it's going to be a trip to Colombia that we are going to be able to not only explore Medellin and have fun, but also we're going to go to an orphanage and we're going to go ahead and some of the money, I would say a, a huge percentage of the money that is going to be collected from the, is going to go directly to that orphanage. So not only am I thinking of myself, but I'm thinking of my community. So how can mm-hmm. you use some of this money to bring back money into the community? Because women as women, we are the number one supporters of our communities. Like when you look at countries that have women in power Mm -hmm. uh, the gdp is higher Mm -hmm. for a reason because we know what we're doing so so at the end of the day like when you are able to give back in every way that you can even if it's like mentoring sessions or if another person comes to you and talks to you about their campaign and and see how is it that you can help them navigate it 
I know me and Kiki, like I emailed her yesterday, uh, a list of just like a pretty much a breakdown of what I'm going to do every day mm-hmm. for the next like three weeks. And it's something that I, you know, put up and I, it's, it's half, I'm going to tell you, it's not perfect, but it's what I'm thinking it is going to happen. And mm-hmm. so, and I'll definitely email it to you too, especially after this combo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really, it's really about taking your resources and sharing and spreading and doing it as a community versus doing it by yourself. You do not have to do this alone. Yep. You do not have to be a solopreneur and not receive help from anybody. Cause I have, you know, there are other people that aren't really interested in collaborating and, you know, not necessarily the, the, this cohort, but in other places, yep. and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. fine. That's just not a good match. or It's not where you should be. Um, if, for example, like for me, like when I ask certain people to partner with me, I, I try to make sure that there's something in it for them as well. Yes. Love everything that you're sharing. I'm so excited, you know, that we have met and connected through this cohort, excited for your crowdfunding journey before we end this conversation and all the amazing information. I hope everybody wrote this down is going to re-listen to everything. I wanted to do a quick lightning round questions to kind of close off this podcast episode. (laughs) So as quickly as your analytical little mind can (laughs) work, you know, feel free to add any extra info because you have the best information. So let me say the first question is who is a Latina that inspires or motivates you? Uh, I think I answered this already, but Janice Rodriguez from Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. Mm -hmm. She's got all the mentors. (laughs) Luckily you dropped some of those other gems. (laughs) Yes. She's incredible. She is a Boricua. Baras Latina that's teaching women uh, about financial independence when it comes to money. Yes, that's important. Generational wealth. We need it. Okay, next question. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? I think the best piece of advice for me uh, was from my mentor, Marcos Chin, uh, when I was an intern at uh, Richard Solomon's uh, he's like a big art rep. And so Marcos told me, stop illustrating based on trends. Stop mm. copying people. Like, mm. don't. Like, yeah. you are super talented. You are clearly a realistic painter. Just stick to what you love to do. And don't try to copy somebody else. You are yourself. You're authentic. You don't need to. You really don't need to copy what that person or other big mm-hmm. illustrators are doing. Because guess what? That's what they're known for. What are you going to be known for? Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Be your true authentic self. Love it. Okay, next question. What is a piece of advice you would give anyone wanting to pursue a business like yours? I would highly, highly suggest that they um, do their research uh, when it comes to who their client is. Make sure that you understand what you're trying to deliver to them. Uh, and do not uh, hesitate on starting the business. Go ahead and start it. I feel like if it's something that you want to do, if you're an illustrator, artist, stationary, editorial, whatever, just start creating a portfolio site uh, when it comes to like editorial. And then with the uh, stationary, start at Etsy. You don't have to have a website. You can just start bare bones and test your product mm-hmm. and see if it works before you invest money in it. Mm-hmm. Do not, you know, hire a bunch of people to create this product that you haven't tested. Mm-hmm. So please test your products and make sure that 
there is a viable market for it before you like jump in and, and do invest in all your monies and, and website and logos and all that stuff. Because at the end of the day, all that branding and all those things aren't nothing until yeah. you understand your why and yep. why you're producing this product. And if this product is, is going to sell. Yep. Oh, I love it. Love it. And then you've given us some, I don't know if you want to highlight or any more, what is the best resource that has helped you along your journey, book, podcast, app, workshop? So I can tell you right now, uh, my favorite book of all time and will ever, will always be, uh, we should all be millionaires by Rachel Rogers. She is the founder of hello. Uh, I think at hello seven. And so she is somebody that is already creating like generational wealth. And it's mm. something that I'm super interested in, in pursuing because I want to leave uh, money for my nephews. My brother just had twins. Oh, wow. And so I want them to, to not, you know, ever have to worry about anything. Uh, so that's the reason why I want to, I want to become a millionaire and also to give back to my community, especially when there's times of need, um, I feel like it's super important for us to to always look out for for grants. So mm-hmm. the Hello Alice newsletter is my like it's my favorite newsletter of all time. Right, I know. Newsletter <laughs> gave me some money, so it's the most important newsletter of my life. And if you need more resources as a business owner, I have one of my rewards. I have a literally a big deck of a bunch of pages full of different different resources from all the things, all the apps, everything that I use for my business. Uh, and it comes with a shout out uh, for on my Instagram. So if you nice. are interested in more resources, check out that reward because I think it'll be super helpful, especially if you're just getting started. Um, or even if you're just like an artist, an illustrator, like these are resources that I have gathered and then I have gave to, to other amigas that are mm-hmm. illustrators, especially the ones that are younger than me, because I want them to save time in their journey. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have to figure it out like I did. I don't want you to have to waste 10 years, you know, 20 years of your life trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to do X, Y, or, or Z if I have that resource. Mm-hmm. And we will make sure to link the crowdfunding campaign for Sandra so you can check out that reward resource. I think that's definitely going to be a great one. And last question, where can listeners connect with you online? Oh, you can connect with me online uh, on Instagram, uh, Fearless Yaya, and then make sure to go to the link tree and sign up for Rebranding Cheese because I'm going to be sending out wallpapers every other week. And it's going to be some really bomb fire illustrations that are going to be hitting your inbox. So once we launch those, e- that all those emails are going to come into play and I'm super, super just excited and, and um, also really honored to also be hosting Twitter spaces. And my Twitter handle is hola uh, Lucia Diaz on Twitter. So be sure to either follow me on Twitter or follow me on Instagram at Fearless Yaya and sign up for my newsletter because that is going to get choose some really amazing wallpapers to decorate your phone yes yes thank you so much we will provide all the links here on the podcast make sure to follow the instagram make sure to follow the crowdfunding campaign see how you can support even if it's just a share that share means so much 
for us small businesses. But thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast, another inspiring mujer and new amiga here. So, you know, make sure to tune in so you can listen to more of my new friends from the Crush Dreams Fund. And you can follow their campaigns, learn about their business and just these amazing gems that are being provided. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sochi. I really appreciate you having me on. This is such an honor. This is a blast. I, I was just like hanging out with me, amiga, and just talking. Yes, I know. Business cheese I've got my cheese man show sweatshirt on right now because it is actually really cold in Chicago. But yes, all the cheese man. We might have to do a separate podcast just for the cheese man with the business cheese man co collaborate. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I love it. Well, Sochi. Please, uh, can you let us know where we can follow you in the podcast? And if you haven't yet, please leave a review for this amazing podcast. Like, it takes you zero, like a minute or two minutes to write a beautiful <laughs> review for Sochi. Tell us where we can follow you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for sure. I mean, on all the social medias, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Work Miha, and on Spotify, Apple, and I believe Amazon Music, Work Miha podcast. We keep it very, very easy here. <laughs> W-E-R-K Miha. <laughs> work Miha. Work. You better work. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Sochi. I hope you have an amazing rest of your birthday because it's our birthday today. And thank you. I honestly feel like I'm just super proud of you and thank you for, you know, kind of being with me in this journey, this crowdfunding journey, because literally it takes a village to create a campaign page oh my and, gosh, I, yes. and I appreciate you and I appreciate like everything that you're doing for Latinas and highlighting Latina business owners in Chicago and all throughout the U.S. and the world. So just know that I'm super proud of you and you're a badass. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Another chingona joining me here on the podcast. Until next time. Bye.